This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Leadership, what I'm trying to say, right, is leadership is not just a skill that you practice and get better at by managing people. It's a, it's a skill you get better at by managing yourself. We are wrapping up Leadership Month. Um, for me, it's fucking been amazing. Like, I've just enjoyed it so much. I think... You know, one of the things that I got out of this, and, and you can kind of dive into this as well, but just the perspective that you got from, like, the people that we had on the show, I think for me is huge, like, you know, and the different perspectives. Like, we had JP on initially and, you you know, former Navy SEAL, now presenting around the world, and the perspective that he gave in his experiences, and then you you kind of you, you're kind of turning that on its head and you're going to Toby who's built a – now to what is two multi-million dollar startups um, and and just kind of the evolution of him as a person but also seeing how he manages his team and his kind of his uh, ideals around what it takes to actually grow a company and be a leader and then, you know, back to Kev who um, his life journey, you know, from the age of like 11 years old he was saying yeah. <laughs> where he's like, you know, he, like – he's talking about ego at like 11 years old and it's like far out. Like, you know, the, the, ex, the speed that this guy had to grow up at and, and kind of, you know, having to join the army at age 16 because no other reason that he thought that's how he would be able to eat three meals in a day, you know, like the perspective that you can get from individuals like them and, and what that does for you as a leader crazy so i'm super appreciative of the journey that the last month has been it's definitely helped me on an individual level so um yeah i've loved it man what about you i think for me there are a few like one big thing that actually surprised me um was the crossover and the compatibility between the leadership i guess uh systems or mechanisms that people have learned from times of struggle, times of like being in combat compared to Tobes that was obviously being self-built who hasn't seen, you know, never been anywhere near a war, but, you know, there is a fucking huge crossover between the leadership capacity um, just between those two different people, the two different types of people. Um, that was pretty surprising. I thought like some of the stuff that they were coming across, like the, the perspective situation that you're mentioning, right, I think there is a lot of, a lot of nuance there. There's a lot of, you know, it is interdependent on the person on the perspective side of things but i think the crossover of actual concepts of leadership is just very clear that you know leadership crosses over from if it can cross over into from a navy seal into you know a what's a type of dad of two two kids yeah two or three right that that concept of leadership is very very similar um it then kind of makes you think how easy is that crossover into business um and it's a very clear clear cut line yeah, I think, like, for me, leadership, ex- it exists across the board, right? Like, you know, leaders aren't just leaders. Like, the way you do something is the way you do everything. Mm-hmm. Leaders aren't just leaders in their business. It's not like, you know, they. It, this is something that they focus on. This is them building skills. This is – leadership is a skill that you, you can acquire through experience. And I think, like you said, Tobes is a leader at home. He's a great father. But – when he comes to the office, he's, he carries across these skills wherever he goes. And uh, I think that is one of the drive home points is it's not just okay. It's not something, it's not a facade that you can just put on in your business. Like you have to be a leader 
across the board. And one thing that I noticed about all of these guys, even just from sitting in a room with them and chatting with them or being on Zoom with them, is that they have an energy about them that makes everyone around them better. And that's mm. what a leader, their job is. Yeah, yeah. a leader is to, to make everybody f- and fill everybody with confidence. A leader is, you know, somebody who makes you feel safe. They, they give you process and, and allow you to reach your potential uh, and do so by making you better and, and just by being around them. Yeah, and I think that's one thing that really hit home for me, right, was like um, as, a, as a leader myself and an aspiring leader, like, you know, my role is simply to make everyone else around me better. Mm-hmm. How, can I, how can I make everybody around me better? And that comes down to my energy. It comes down to our processes, you know, like I'm going to go into responsibility at some point. And I think like just your ability to make everyone around you better is your ability to be a great leader. And I think leadership, one thing that I learned from sitting down with Toby, leadership is the key to scale. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that was the one thing I got is like, if you want to scale a business, you have to be a great leader. It's as simple as that. Like, you know, if there's one skill you acquire to scale a business, it's being a great leader because that's where you attract the best talent, right? That's where you get the best out of your people. And that is where you you really start to get that compound growth. And, and, you know, if you've got a team who believe in their brand vision and really want to achieve something and they love working for you and they, 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 it's beyond just a salary, that's when your company will achieve great things. I think there's something to unpack there that you said um, leadership is a skill and you can acquire it, right? And, and Kev actually touched on this as well. Like you're not born a leader, right? No one's born a leader. They, they become one, they grow into the role. Um, and it's a, it's a tool that you can sharpen that as, as you go through the process of one, being an employee, being, having a job and, and moving up the ranks, but also not needing the status or the rank to actually be a leader. I think that's something that you can sharpen that skill wherever you are, regardless of whether you are the owner, the CEO, or the, you know, the person who has just come into the business, leadership doesn't really, leadership doesn't really have any discrimination to, you know, the role that you're in or the role you've been given. Um, but it is something you can actually rise to and you can actually start to improve on, uh, as you go. And I think overall, if we can kind of sum that up of like, you know, sharpening this tool of leadership, the big thing that I've taken from all three actually um, like I think all three really spoke to me heavily. I don't think there was anyone that actually just, um, I don't think there was anyone that really just shone through. Yeah. I was the same man. Like I thought JP's hit it out of the park. Oh man, I got off JP's and I was like, dude, this, I'm just ready to run through walls and yeah, like take yeah. on the world. And I thought like, sure, you know, like I knew that these two would be great. And I'm like, I'm still sitting here today and I'm like, I can't give you a I can't give you a winner right now, mm. you know. Like every one of them taught me so much, uh, and and the word that you like the word that Kevin used was influence. Yeah. Right. Like you know you don't have to be in a particular role to have influence, and I think that's such a key lesson because I think people are bound to the system that they're put in, right? And or they feel they are, and mm. I think a lot of the time what you can do is is aim to have influence because if you're always aiming to have influence you're not worried about your position. You're just worried about influencing the people around you to do better and be better and achieve more. Um, and that's probably one of the the drive home points with Kevin, right? And I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, that's, it just reminded me that that word influence is, is so powerful. And I think that if you can make that the goal, that's probably what 
will allow you to build that skill of leadership over time. Yeah. And then look, if you look at this into um, mostly, I think this can be very easily to kind of unpicked and unpacked into a point of like leadership. People assume it to be a position of when you are quote unquote in charge of other people. But I think something to also consider and think about actually, and really um, dive into, I think it would actually be cool to dive into with you. would be like the, the leadership or the self-governance, right? The leadership for yourself, right? I think, when we spoke about leadership was managing people, managing companies, growing scale. Um, but some of the lessons like of just even having the ability to just fucking put your head down and swim, like pick a direction and go with what JP was saying. Like if you're taking, the, if you're making the decision to just stay afloat, right. And just, you know, kind of scratch the surface, you are doing yourself a disservice in leadership. Yeah. I mean, and, and like no one's born a leader, which means you have to put yourselves in, positions where leadership is a skill that you have to require yeah but like it's the it's not even the acquiring of the skill man it's the like leadership what i'm trying to say right is leadership is not just a skill that you practice and get better at by managing people it's a it's a skill you get better better at by managing yourself i think it's a skill you get better at from putting yourself in vulnerable positions agree like nobody wants to follow anybody who's not in not showing that they can like leadership is like it's not something that you, as you said, it's not a skill that like you practice. Like you're never going to learn leadership from reading it in a book. You're never going to learn leadership from watching a show. You're never going to learn any of that stuff. You may understand it, but leadership is only a skill you you will acquire when you put yourself in vulnerable positions. Kevin was put in a vulnerable position as a child, joined the army, and 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 that was his way of becoming a leader to the point where you know he started to self actualize. Yeah, Toby. Million dollar startup, right? Didn't start with a million dollars, actually built it from scratch, put himself in a, in a position where he had to become a leader. But he also was hum- humble enough to actually say, this is too big for me now. Exactly. I need to step back. That's a leadership That's a leadership decision, mm-hmm. right? For him to be like, sick, I need to step back because someone else can do a better job here, right? That is not a decision of like, of um, selfishness, it's not a you know an ego decision. It's completely opposite. Is what exactly what Kev said to sacrifice the ego, and and you know um, submit to that and go. Nah, I, this is not where I'm best served in this business. Yeah, and then you know JP, right? Like same thing. He's at, he's in war, man. Like you know he's on the battlefield. It's like that's like you know you have that's where you learn leadership. And it's like the one thing that I think crosses over with that crossover that you mentioned before, right? Is the fact that each one of these individuals has put themselves in a vulnerable position where they have to get the best out of themselves. And like, that's what, you know, when you put yourself in enough of those situations and learn how to swim out of them, that's where you build this skill of leadership. And it's like, you know, if you're building a business and we're talking about leadership being the skill of scale, like the skin in the game and actually putting yourself in a position where you have to scale, yeah, or like, you know, where scale is the only option. And that's like, you know, okay, well, I'm going to hire. I'm going to I'm gonna put myself in this. I'm going to try to get to this overarching vision, right? Because if I get there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to put myself in these vulnerable positions where, you know, like potentially it's, it, let's, you know, it could be making a big di- a movie, like signing a lease. It could be um, building a plat- an app, you know, these things that are very capital intensive instead of, just continuing on like for the greater good of the company and what you want to achieve 
making these moves and actually putting yourself in a position where something is at risk because that's where the bit where you get the best out of yourself as a human. Well, that's where if you look at the quote of lead from the front, right? I think I think this this you talk about like dichotomy of leadership, right? Lead from the front is actually it's a bit of a dichotomy. It's like lead from the front, put yourself in vulnerable position, show your staff, show yourself, show you know the people you're trying to scale with that you can you can give them that vulnerability. But you also want to lead from behind. Let them push them up. Like Toby was saying, he wants to eat from the bottom. He wants to be the bottom feeder and get everyone, push everyone else above. Like, you know, this whole dichotomy of leadership, if it comes back to do you lead from the front, do you do you take charge? Do you get people to follow you or do you get people to choose the direction and, and push them in, the, in where they're best serviced and where they're going to actually do the best job? Right. Yeah. You need to do both. That was so cool when Tobes is like, I actually split, <coughs> I actually flipped the org chart. Yeah. The other way. He's like, I'm from the bottom. I'm lifting my people up. Yeah. And like anybody who knows Tobes and been around here, which you have, like this guy is It's not just it's not just talk. He's sitting there, he's talking to everybody. Yeah. Like he's you know, his team does everything, you know, mm-hmm. like and he's like he's always like, Yeah, my team's fucking great. Like I've got the best team and he's like, you know, he lets them govern, he lets them take responsibility. But he, even the community here, like he'll sit down with you for half an hour and talk to you. And like about your business and how are you going? And he's a like, man's busy. Man is fucking busy, dude. Like, like for him to take that time though, right? Again, leadership, leadership quality is taking, is having the humility to say and know that your your time, whilst valuable, is able to be given to someone else. Yeah, 100%. right. And it, and is not just able, but is is necessary because like you got to think as well, man. Like Toby doesn't. Toby's smart. And I think this is intuitive. I don't think this is something that is um, thought out. I think it's, you know, Toby takes time for people, right? Because he knows people are the, the answer to his problem right now. Like scale, like people are always the answer. So the more time he can give to more people, guess what? Law of reciprocity. It's just going to keep paying itself back. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So one thing that I got out of this as well was like the your ability to know when to give responsibility and take responsibility. Well, it's, it's the factor of give credit and take blame. That's, that's when we look at like how this leadership role works. And, you know, like you said, you know, taking responsibility and giving it, it's literally the whole process of giving credit and taking blame and doing that, you know, relentlessly. If you can give someone credit whenever they do anything right. And then if something goes wrong, if you take that blame, it's like extreme ownership mindset you automatically are governing respect far, far quicker. Yeah. And I think like, you know, that's like the taking responsibilities is obviously that extreme ownership element. And then giving that responsibility is like we're talking about giving someone that self-governance. One thing Toby said that really resonated and it made sense to me was you give someone process, but you also give them freedom within that process. So you give them process to know, to kind of work within but then you allow them to, to drive the ship through. Hey guys, sorry for the interruption, it's Kyle. I just wanted to jump on here and remind you guys that every single month, the podcast is going to be running a competition on behalf of Elite Vitality Business School, where we are offering you a spot into our newest course, the Diploma of Fitness Business. Now, all you have to do is take a photo of the episode that you're listening to, Give myself a tag, give Reese Livingston a tag, and give Pivotal Conversations a tag, and tell us exactly what you're loving about the episode that you're listening to, or your biggest learning. And that'll go into our inbox, and then every single month we're going to be drawing a winner and giving away a spot into the next intake of the course. Back to the podcast, thanks for tuning in.
through that process and change it if need be. Uh, and I think that's really, really important because I think that's what giving someone that responsibility is, is like it's very easy as a business owner, as you would know, and, and I can put my hand up for this, is like uh, just micromanaging, trying and to rely do on your own yourself, hustle. Yeah. Rely on your own hustle and like that's your Achilles heel in mm-hmm. trying to scale a business. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the other things that you see across the board, which I think Kevin and, and Tobes both mentioned, is also parenting. Mm-hmm. And like, you know... Um, well, JP did too. Man. JP did too, right? Like, it's like the lessons you can learn from parenting and the lessons they have all learned from parenting and, and kind of you know, as a parent, you're obliged to give as much opportunity to someone as you can but you don't want to take away their ability to learn from mistakes and putting them in these these kind of potentially vulnerable well, it's, it's, positions well, that's again the difference between leadership and dictatorship right like you're not there to just say do the thing it's like cool let's let's do a thing the way you want to do it in the best way that's going to be you know for you and i think i think it was kev that said like he is at his best when he's at his most comfortable right? He's not in a situation where he's ever forcing work in any direction. It's like, again, self-governance to be like, well, this is where I'm good. This is where I'm comfortable. As soon as I go out of that, integrity pulls me back and go, no, it's not for me. The same goes with in like, look, I'm not a fucking, I'm not a parent, right? I w- hopefully will be one day. And these are lessons that I will, you know, instill into my children. But in the situation of like, well, how does parenting and how does parenting become, help you be a leader? Like I look at my dad, my dad has, has, he's created me, he's, be, he's made me the person I am and the values that he's instilled has essentially set me up. And now my, my, my whole family, right, have never been entrepreneurial, never owned a business, have always done the nine to five, right? But the values of work ethic, the values of like people, caring, emotion that my dad, my parent, my mum as well have instilled in me, that has set me up to own a business. That has been put me in a position where I can actually understand how to lead people, how to make people feel a certain way about a certain like end goal, right? And that's just like, that comes from a very early age. That's not something that you're just like, sick, I've, I've got that skill. I think that's like, it's like epigenetics when you talk food and nutrition and stuff. Like shit influences the way you think over your life. Everything. 100%. 100%. And I think that comes back to a really good point as well is like knowing your values. Yeah. Knowing what you stand for, right? And I think this is instilled in us from a young age. But I also want to iterate that that can, um, and that, that can change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm someone who has completely flipped. Yeah. Like, I was at the age of 19. Well, one day, one day we might get the watermelon story out. Yeah. Like 19 <laughs> or 20, right? And like, man, if I didn't have Kevin come into my life, I'd be fucked. Like, I can honestly tell you. I'd be fucked. I would be, I was going down a path that I, it was the the wrong path for me. Drugs, alcohol, just absolutely, you know. You you won't look, if you look at this in a really simple way, Kevin summed it up, very different Kyle. Very, very different Kyle. Yeah, and you knew that Kyle as well. Yeah. You know, that was probably my first year of us meeting and, you know, like. Can confirm, very different Kyle. Yeah, but like, and I, I live that. I embody that, man. Like, I, I like to think that, you know, you can change and you Oof. can change your values. And I stood for something. I, I was lucky Kev came into my life. It's this guy. I remember I was like, this is back when I was a fucking party animal. And I come home one day and like, he's just sitting on my fucking couch. Your couch. <laughs> Your like, couch. Who the fuck <laughs> is this motherfucker? Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking in my head. And, and anyway, like, like, 
little did I know. And they might like my parents, like they, they, not my parents, but Kevin, my mum, actually moved out, like you know later. And I was like, that was when I was like, okay, for me, it was like I had to move out or I had to move with them, and I didn't want to move with them because mum just found this guy that she really likes, and mm-hmm. I wanted that to be her time. Yeah. And I like that was me. Okay. What forced me to change? One was I had a teacher there, someone helping me, but I also put I was in a vulnerable position. Yeah, I was owning a business, had no idea I was running a business. Um, had to move out of home, had to pay my own bills for the first time, like rent and where my food and like all this stuff. And very quickly, I was in a vulnerable position, and that made me start to really change my values and it made in you know speaking with Kevin really made me think about who I wanted to stand for and I think it's important because a lot of what drives me in life is by looking at things that I want to emulate and I want to be and what I want to stand for and then looking at things that I don't want to stand for and I don't want and you know alcoholism and drugs and these kind of things was a way for me to put a facade on things that I was unhappy with, yeah? And it was a way to, for me to protect myself because if I could, you know... And that wasn't conscious. My, that wasn't conscious So unconscious, then, yeah, like, like now, so unconscious. But looking back, like, you know, I look back and, and the person I was then, that was protecting me from pain that I hadn't dealt with from mm-hmm. my younger life, like my parents splitting up, mm-hmm. going through life, my, my, my dad's you know, gone through issues and, and we've had issues and all these kind of things. And for that whole period of my life, that's all I focused on, right? was, you know, I wanted to party. I wanted to drink alcohol. I wanted to take drugs. I wanted to be the tough guy. I wanted to be the party animal. I wanted to be this guy who had to impress his friends all the time. And the whole time I did that was to protect myself from realizing and, and, and that I was in a lot of pain that I had not dealt with yet. And, I was lucky enough, and this is the thing for everybody out there, you can change and and it starts with your values and what you want to stand for. And for me, I've said this from day dot, the number one thing I want to do in life is be a great father mm-hmm. above all else. And one of the things that drives me in life is knowing that, right? Because being a great father, you don't just flick a switch, yeah, when you have a kid. I want to be a great father now. I want to make sure that, that you know, the way I treat people, even if you're my worst enemy, right? The way I treat people is with integrity, mm-hmm. right? The way I run my business, it's with integrity, yeah? The way, and I try and I have ambition, yeah? Like I want my kids to uh, fucking chase their dreams, mm-hmm. yeah? And and that's like I need to do that myself. I need to lead by example and that's the way I think of it and it's knowing your values and what you stand for, Honestly, for me, as a, as an 18 to 21-year-old, and, and like this is normal, like most 18 to 21-year-olds aren't going to know this, but one of the best things I ever did was sit down and actually just get an understanding of what I want to do in life, what I want to stand for, what my values are. And I think that is, I mean, Kevin talked about it, but this is this is like I didn't learn from Kevin from what he said to me. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky enough that I got to spend a lot of time with this guy and I've seen how he treated my mum. I seen and how he treated I, me. I was about to say he probably treated you as well. Even you know, in your in your adolescent stage of being a little shit, like I, I imagine Kev would have. Been I had quite no gracious. idea who this guy was for yeah. like the first year. Yeah, like you probably didn't want to know. I didn't want to know. Yeah. You know, I had no idea. I paid no respect, and that was just who I was at the time. And and sitting down with him, the very like I, I can honestly say he's changed my life. Like 
it makes me want to cry talking about it. Like mm. I can honestly say that. Like I do not know where I would be without him. And but it's that's leadership. You know, I said at the start, it's like you you just truly don't with with a leader. You just from being around them, you 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 do want to be better. And I think you know I've been able to live that. Mm-hmm. And and like honestly, it gets me really emotional. But I have no idea where I would be without him. And that is leadership. Yeah. Yeah. And if look, I think even if we bring this back to something that JP said, he was talking about mentoring, but mentoring is essentially structured leadership. A mentor is never going to seek out a mentee, right? And I, to a degree, agree that a leadership role is not like a leader is never going to seek out someone that needs to be led. You need to find someone to help you do that. Like you said that, yeah, look, Kev has come into your life and is, you know, you've been quite fortunate, very lucky that in the way of which he has come in your life and has very positively influenced you. But if you're looking in a business sense, like leadership doesn't just drop out of the sky. You know, you need to be actively seeking counsel to to improve your leadership quality. I need to actually actually go out there and find who is a good leader. Who do you, like you've just spoken about how highly you uh, respect Kevin. You know, if you're in a position where your business is, or not even business, just as a person, you want to try and improve, like seek people that can help you do that, that can show you leadership, that can push you up, right? I think it comes back to a really important <clears throat> point. The onus, the, the onus is on you. Mm. Like Kevin said it, when the student's ready, the teacher will appear. Yep. Kevin came to my life a year before I was ready for him to actually do and help me. Yep. And, and like he said that same thing happened to him in life. And I can tell – I could name three guys that have come into my life at a particular time that for me, man, was like, fuck. Like they just completely turned everything on its head. Kevin was one of them and then there's been a few others after that. But it's like he said it, when the student is ready, the teacher will come. Mm-hmm. And it's not about you finding a million teachers. It's about putting yourself in positions and taking the responsibility of the fact that nothing will change unless you actually make take actions for it to change because that's where opportunities come before you can lead anybody else you need to be able to lead yourself Mm -hmm. right and that is hands down the thing for me that i pride myself on yeah if i don't have my own backyard in 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 order and i'm not consistently right trying to work on myself and lead myself and that's you know for me that is a lot about being honest when i'm in the wrong making sure that if I'm not being who I want to be, I'm taking responsibility and I'm not shying away from the fact that I'm actually showing the people around me that that is okay, right? And that's a big thing for me, the internal consequences of your actions, taking responsibility internally, not shifting blame externally to anybody else because that's leading myself. Once I do that and when I'm doing that, I can help other people, right? But if I'm trying to help other people without helping myself, it's selfish because I'm now putting my energy, my values, how I'm running my life, how I'm running my business into other people's nest and then that affects their nest. Mm. And this is the thing. That's the difference between internal and external consequences. Most people, if I lie to Susan, what if Susan doesn't like me anymore? It's always Susan. (laughs) But nobody thinks about what lying to Susan does to them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's like that's the the drive home point. It's like internal consequences. Focus on what every action you do, every word you say, yeah, does internally to you because when you do that, 
then you can actually go and help other people, mm. right? And that's the mistake most people make, right? They don't, they're not aware of internal consequences. Yeah. And this is where it really kind of, if we really kind of loop this back into what these unconditional, these internal consequences, sorry, like how this impacts like yourself and your team, right? How this really kind of uh, shines a light on the kind of leader you could be. If you don't understand internal consequences, you don't have the, you don't have the capacity or the bandwidth to be unconditionally transparent, right? Like, and that, if I look at leadership, right, from what I talk from all these three, like to, to understand those internal consequences, you need to be transparent with your team, with the people around you, like sick. And it comes back to integrity as well with what, what Kev said. It's like, pull yourself up on your shit. Tell people when you stuff up, own it, move on, tell them what we can do better, right? And that's all coming from like a position of like, well, yeah, cool. And I, I think, I can't remember who said this, might've been Toby. Um, like, I'm not a boss. Don't call me a boss. Yeah, it was Toby, right? Like, I don't ever want to be the boss. I'm a leader, right? And this comes back to like, all right, well, if you can understand the internal consequences, you can understand how to be transparent with your team, like unconditionally transparent, right? In the good and the bad, and then have the humility to say, well, this is where you you shine, go do the thing, right? That's like a threefold pillar where you go sick. Now I'm a leader, I'm not a boss. Because a boss, a boss doesn't give a shit about the internal consequence. A, boss a leader is never like, calls himself a leader, right? No. Yeah, like it's like this guy's showing you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? And like that's the thing, like all of those guys, like they were so humble, oh, so dude. humble. Like, you know, like there's sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm like, Man, motherfucker, like, just give yourself some credit, bro. Like, you J- know, JP th- did not even go. Like, he scratched the surface, man. Like I, I said on that podcast, I've been a fan of JP for a while, and that dude has been through some shit, right? Yeah. And the, the, to get to where he is now, where he is coaching businesses worldwide, it's unbelievable. Like yeah. the dude has been through some shit, and he would never, you'd never know, right? He's like, yeah, I've been in combat. Okay, cool. What's that mean? Kevin's like, the same, right? Yeah. Kevin's the same. Tobes is the same. Like, you know, I've I've had conversations with Toby where I'm like, far out. Like, I don't even know the pressure he would have been under at particular times. Like, you know, like this is like business is wild at times. So you got to think about that. There's people out there that like there's apt billions on the line, mm-hmm. you know, and there's just so much on the line, and like that's, you know, uh, you can't compare either of the situations or anything like that but it's like they were all humble man they all gave us their time like they were so in their interviews and like willing to give up their time and even as i said the conversations we had with them was just you know i was so grateful to talk to every single one of them i walked out you know off every one of those interviews and i was like far out man i'm like i still can't believe that what we're doing right now podcasting connecting with some of the best minds in the world is a job. Like this is, this is the, this is what we're doing as a part of a core element of our business. And it's like far out, man. Like I just kicked myself, but again, they made me feel like that. They made you feel like that. They made us feel like that. Right. And I think like, as I said, leadership is about making everybody around you better and not through what you say, but actually through your actions, because that's, that is really where the rubber hits the road. And when you're not doing that, being open about it. Yeah, like I, I loved Kev, what he said. Integrity is, you know, have I been always been honest? No. Have I always, you know, have I stuffed up? Yes. Right. Have I done this? Yes. But 
integrity is knowing when you stuff up, bringing yourself back and then being open and honest about it because that's vulnerability. Yeah. Like we, I talked with Kevin about status and it's like, you know, leadership is not worrying about your status but actually just being honest and truthful leadership and taking is, responsibility of what could go wrong, right? Yeah. If, if you go backwards, if it's going to hurt you, accept that and take responsibility for it. Don't try to avoid it because you're going to learn more from going through that and taking responsibility and you're, not, you're just going to teach yourself bad lessons, yeah. right? If you don't take responsibility and you're shifting blame, you're never going to learn the lesson that the universe, that the world is trying to teach you at that particular time completely agree man like i think if you just come back to that leadership isn't about status bro leadership creates status but it's never something that's like you should never correct there you go right it's like you know this is fucking like social media man like you know social media is a beast we're all on it we're all doing it but it's like if there's one thing it's not doing that you know we like we just said it leadership is not seeking status like it creates it doesn't seek it exactly and i think like that's another big thing man like everybody's like i get it everybody's trying to build a following but there's no need to like you got to understand that there's consequences from lying yeah like there's there's a massive consequences from lying and trying to be something that you're not and this is coming from me i went through six months of anxiety fucking big time because I was trying to be something that i wasn't i was outside of my values Mm. right and this was years ago years ago right but it was the toughest thing and that's like something i will carry with me all the time like kevin rocked up last week and he said oh man if you had told me it wasn't like fancy dress because he's never done a podcast before i'm like dude to be honest like i'm gonna wear this everywhere now like because i just don't give a fuck yeah Yeah, i don't I've, i've spent time trying to be something that i'm not and i'm never gonna go back there right everything i do now is because this is who i am this is what I represent. This is what I stand for. And I'm not going to fucking change it for anybody. Oh, man. I think that's a full nother podcast. Just buying shit to impress people you don't like. Like, mate. And we all do it. Like, it, this oh, is a, all... some of it's unconscious, right? But I think the more conscious you can become on values, like this isn't about perfection. It's actually about imperfection, hmm. right? And, and embracing the vulnerability of being imperfect. Yeah. Like, you have to understand that perfection will always hold you back from doing anything that you want to do in life. Leadership is putting yourself in vulnerable positions by embracing imperfection. Yeah, and also right? putting yourself so, And first. showing that you can, other people can do that, right? Like growing a business, you have to show your team that they're allowed to make mistakes because if they're not, they're never going to truly um, perform at their potential because mm. they're always worried about getting yelled at or worried about making mistakes or all of these things that come from being fearful of losing security. Whereas if you can make someone feel safe and provide an environment that actually embraces all of those things, that's where you're going to get the best. And again, create an environment where everyone gets better. Couldn't agree more. Leadership month. Huge. Some Huge. Big, big, big lessons, man. Like, yeah. I'm loving these. I'm, I'm actually really loving doing podcasts that, the sequential in themes subject right like the topics i think it's great it's massive learnings i think it's good to bunch it together to get a lot of different perspectives um it's been super fun um some really cool things coming up like we've got our new content studio slash hub that we're moving into next week so big blank canvas so that'll be exciting yeah new hub new 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 uh studio for us to be recording some gangster content for everybody which is going to be fun um, 
but yeah, leadership month's been huge. We hope that you guys have had some massive takeaways. Um, I know that I did. So like I've got more notes written at home and more things that I've actioned in the last three weeks. <laughs> then, you know, and I know that, that that little look there on your face says, yep, I've done that too. Um, but we also want to know what you want to hear from us. Like what's the next subject? We're thinking marketing potentially. I threw in the, the boat blockchain. <laughs> I kind of, you know, that Carl's maybe, gone down a bit of a rabbit hole. Yeah, I'm, I'm rabbit holing at the moment and I think it's huge and I'm not talking just about crypto. I'm talking about the future of digital media and the, the what this could mean for, you know, businesses around the world and, and not just about finance but about media and brand and these kind of things as well. I think there's some huge, huge opportunities there. But, yeah, if you guys want to reach out to us on Instagram, Reese Limit, at Reese Livingston, at Kyle R. Trainer at Pivotal Conversations Podcast. Let us know what you want to hear, what subjects you want us to cover. We're going to do a full month. We're going to take a little break. Got some cool episodes coming up. But big thanks for tuning in, guys, and we'll see you next week. Talk to you soon. I just want to say a big thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the show. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Uh, feel free to share us, share the episode with your friends and family, and feel free to leave us a review as well. Uh, you know, we all the support that we get for the for the show, and especially now that we've revamped it, uh, we're trying to bring something that's got a little bit more value. It's definitely appreciated. And if you have a question uh, for strategy sessions next week, you want us to take a bit of a deep dive and help you work through some of the roadblocks in your business, or you just want some help creating some winning strategy, you can shoot me an email at kyle at elitevitalitycoaching.com. But I'll leave it there. Until next week, stay safe, stay, safe, stay healthy, uh, and I'll see you on the other side.